Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Lift Effect podcast. I am your host, Matt McNeil, founder, clinical director, and director of human performance at Lift Effect, where we assist professional pilots with maintaining better mental health and optimizing their mental skills. The goal of this podcast is simple to help pilots and other high liability professionals and disciplines come out of the shadows to discover how we can live better lives personally and professionally. Join us each episode as we discuss various topics ranging from mental health, mental skills and performance to business, entrepreneurship, and a few other surprises along the way. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. This is your host, Carl Keller, along with my dear and good friend, Matt McNeil. Matt, it's the holiday season. It's amazing. Another year. Yeah. Yeah. Ho, 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 and ho. ho, ho. My kid is such a holiday kid. She's like wearing full, like, antlers, and it's pretty cute, man. Everywhere we go, people are laughing because she's just totally decked out. She's fully embraced the holidays. Her parents are like, eh, we're kind of like, whatever. But you kind of have to get into it because, you know, she's into it. So we're full. We're yeah. full on holiday. I, holidays are fine. Um, oh, my God. It's it's the favorite you know, time of the year for my family. We got fun. no snow here last year. Zero snow. Yeah. And but now yesterday year, we had. Yeah. Yeah. We had two inches of rain last night and it got cold enough where this morning there was this dusting and my kids came down the stairs and there was a two hour delay for school and they go snow so we're excited gonna go play and we're gonna roll yeah. us snow uh, snowballs and snow and i said by the time you come home it'll all be gone and they went no yeah. <laughs> yeah. snow to no so yeah i'm hoping there'll be some this year because it's it's been uh green christmas for a number of years so yeah one of the things that's that's tough around here at like lift effect and any any uh mental health professional holidays are busy season for us we get more referrals more people want sessions for the holidays because why do you think that is carl i don't know it's rough for people holidays could be really rough sometimes the holidays are just shitty for people i guess i guess i've always been of those that i look forward to and it always brings me joy and makes me Mm. feel better but i guess you know i guess i could i I, for some it does it's kind of like it it reinforces triggering the 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 downside of things but the, I've always there's, looked at it as an uplifting it's a very triggering thing for people especially if they don't have family or if the family they have is not really the family that they prefer um and it it brings people together there's this uh, like you know we've got to get together because it's the holidays we're supposed to do this it's kind of this manufactured fun for some people and that can become really stressful and really painful and so one of the things i wanted to talk about i thought since we were out of the integrity piece and we're approaching the holidays, we still got a f- couple weeks before the big, you know, a few weeks before all the holidays. Or if you're, you know, celebrate, um, if you're Jewish, the holidays already started for you. Uh, but I thought we could talk about boundaries. Boundaries. Boundaries with, with, with family. So we, they, maybe you can navigate some tough situations that you might not have control over. There's a way that you can actually navigate this uh, without having to control them. And the way that we do that is with something called boundaries. And we're going to do a, a deeper uh, dive into boundaries at some point. 
But I thought we would talk about boundaries and what I like to, to refer to as self-boundaries, because boundaries are about what you do, not what anybody else does. And so one of the things that we're working with clients on as we approach the holidays is, well, let's, let's identify some, some ways in which you can have self-boundaries with challenging family during the holiday, holiday season. So the first thing you want to do is you want to identify your boundary conflicts. And I like to think like, just like, you know, we have property lines uh, that you can take ownership of. Well, you can take ownership of yourself. Uh, if you can't, you know, because here's the deal. Like, if you don't know what's going on inside you, if you can't use your strength to say no without some sort of conflict inside of you, then you have an internal boundary conflict. So to ID these, you need to look at the difference between love and limits. Does, does love and limits, do they, do they create internal conflict for you? I mean, love is infinite, but limits aren't. So you may have been taught, and here's where it, where, where it becomes a little dicey for folks. You might have been taught that having boundaries is going to hurt other people. Uh, that you can actually injure them by saying no to them. You're going to cause them harm. And so what happens is we have fear of loss, uh, especially if your past experience includes people that withhold love from you. You know, did you have parents or siblings or that says, you know, if you, if you exercise any sort of autonomy or any sort of boundary, then I'm going to withhold love from you or I'm going to retaliate against you. I kind of always looked at limits the other way as far as to protect me mm. um, and to, to, so that I'd limit my exposure mm. or, or don't go too far where I've exposed myself mm. or put myself in a position I can't <laughs> um, get back from True. or get out of. You don't have so an, I've kind of looked you, at the you, other way. You, you don't have an Irish-Italian family where it's like, you know, Catholic, <laughs> where it's I'm like, you, know, oh, you don't eat my food, you're, you're somehow mm. hurting me. You're killing your mother. Oh, do you want to? You want your mother to die because you don't? You don't love your mother because you're not hungry. Oh. I mean, you know, this is but this is real stuff, yeah. right? I'm German and Italian, so so <laughs> there. You, well, you got the Italian side, then you know. It's like you don't eat my cooking. You oh, you must want me to die then. You know, I mean, it's like so. The question I ask for the listeners: What are you afraid of? What are you afraid will happen if you say no? If you've got boundary issues, there's something that you're afraid is going to happen by saying no. So find the fear, and then we got to start to reprogram a little bit what's going on here. So that's identify your boundary comments. Second, take responsibility for your behavior. We talked about this in, a, in, the, um, in the integrity conversation about responsibility. Uh, freedom and responsibility together. Res responsibleness, as Viktor Frankl used to say. Responsibility is not duty, but rather it's a way of being. It's a way of being in the world. And so it means taking ownership of, of something, you know, yourself. Boundaries define what I am responsible for. That's what my self-boundaries define. It's the ability to respond to your situation, whether it is your fault or really whether it's theirs. You know, if Uncle uh, Eddie, you know, is drunk in the yard, you, uh, you know, screaming profanities, um, or racial slurs, <laughs> you, you can't, that's not, 
you're, you, you can't take responsibility for him. Uh, but you can take respons- responsibility for how you choose to respond to this. Um, and this helps control the elements that you actually have control over. And then like let go of the elements that you do not have control over. So responsibility is responding. So you've got to be able to step up and take responsibility. Your thoughts? I agree. Uh, the other part, and again, I'm going to go back to kind of what I said earlier, but I'll put it in aviation terms. Mm. When I was flying, especially like when I flew fighters, part of it was you you knew from your from your flight manual what the the boundary, or in this case, the envelope of uh, was, and you always knew when you exceeded it, like if you departed contr- uh, control and stuff like that. To me, I, the limits are also once. You, if you know what those limits or the envelope is to also know when you're approaching it and how to recognize it and go, okay, if I do, if I pull back on the stick just a little bit more, I'm going to depart the jet. So you don't do that. Right. Same thing here. Once you're getting to that point and you realize that whatever you're saying or doing is going to create or trigger an event or a conflict that sometimes the wisest course of action is to step back. Even you know, sometimes people say, well, I got to swallow my bride. No, you don't. But you, but you, but the, to, like you say, you're responsible for your actions. Why yes. will you create? We often create our own problems because we just, we got to stand our ground. And I'm going, uh, so who really won in that deal? Did you really, you're, you're, now you're frustrated, you're upset, the family maybe. Did, did it, did, was that a good thing? Mm-hmm. And I guess we have to sometimes look and go, what is the, what will be the end result if we don't, control our limits and be responsible for yeah. saying we got to pull back that's my thoughts as yeah. far as because i i think so, some people look for fights they want to press the test they want to push it and the other side if they're trying to push you got to be able to step back there's nothing there's that's not a sign of weakness i agree it's, just, it's, it's acknowledging that hey there's bigger things and if that's what that person's got in their life then so be it but it doesn't have to be in my life that's right that's right. I totally agree with that. So responsibility is the piece. Now then you got, you, but you got to ideal what your real needs are. These boundaries are about limits. When we, when we step outside of that boundary, because we have difficulty saying no to ourselves, we, we just, we often focus on the sort of the no aspect, but you've got to keep in mind as a human, you have needs. We have needs. When our basic needs go unmet and we're hungry, the need is going to keep pushing the limit. And if you have teenagers, you know that that's what they do, right? Carl's laughing because he's like, they're, they're, that's their job is to push the limits. And sometimes adolescents, they, that when the ones that go off the rails, you know, when they're, you're seeing them, uh, you know, out at the mall and you're like thinking, man, look at that kid that has just gone completely off the rails. Well, look deeper because generally, um, you know, they have very deep, deep unmet needs that are not being satiated, which is why they have gone off the rails. And adults do this too at some level, but teenagers, I mean, that's developmentally where they're at. So the simplest way to ID, ID your, your basic needs is just go back to your basics, Maslow or V1, energy, energy management. We need connection and love and support from our community. It, everybody needs that. 
Um, it, this is fundamental. That is the foundation under your feet. That's the soil. And so if you don't have that, you are going to try to fill that need with, uh, psychologists would call them false needs. That's like spending, sex, uh, promotions, upgrades, <laughs> you know, and it, it's not going to, false needs are, 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 are when we just, um, we generally find something good in life and then we ask it to just do too much for us more than it ever could that's car's got to be it's got to be it's got to make me happy the 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 house has to make me happy the you know and it doesn't work so you are asking something to do something that it never can so you've got to figure out what your needs now second we need freedom Freedom. This is what Frankel talked about, Viktor Frankl. Within our connections, we need to maintain our autonomy. And at the heart of so many disorders that people have is there is a deep need to control something. And so when we are, when we are completely out of control, eating disorders, uh, anxiety disorders, de depression, obsession, it is this deep need to control something because we feel so out of control in some or many aspects of our life. Where would you put, you know, when you, you met something kind of triggered me when you said unmet needs and out of control, where does it, someone who intentionally or unintentionally more often than not is an enabler because they've done things to, boundary to try and help people, you know, where does that fit in that in in those areas because i'm going well i mean i think acquiescing is a need to avoid conflict or a need to i mean sometimes just acquiescing is kind of manipulative on the person that is acquiescing because you're going oh i don't i don't want i don't want any conflict i don't want any disruption so i'm just going to try to appease this other person which is actually very manipulative if you think about it so that I don't have to deal with the fallout. It's kind of selfish in many respects. It's a boundary issue. So, and this brings me to the third thing. So you gotta have you gotta have uh connection, you gotta have freedom. And then the third thing is you've got to be able to digest or metabolize negative things. You got to be able to tolerate some of the negative things that come from having boundaries. Bad things happen. We fail. We're not as good as we want to be. You know, other people fail us. We experience pain. Um, you got to process negative occurrences within ourselves, by ourselves, by others, as well as just in life. So you need to be able to face your pain. Embrace the negative. Embrace the negative. Right. Be able to accept your imperfections. Get un perfectionistic pilots be able to learn be able to be curious about your about your imperfections turn losing into learning you know if you can't embrace the negative you're screwed you're you're hosed you can't improve you can't improve. So you got to face the negative and then fourth we also have this need for for fulfillment we've got to be able to fulfill our talents i mean there's a difference between achievement and fulfillment they're they're not the same thing and achievement is not the same. Fulfillment is different. So we have to fulfill our talents or our abilities or our needs or our dreams. I mean, find your talents, own them, 
and then and then try to begin to fulfill them. You got to have connection. You got to have freedom. You got to be able to face the negative, and you got to have some fulfillment. So how do you get there, right? Did you just use will willpower? Well, willpower is not enough. Your willpower is wonderful. We like willpower. We talk about it all the time, and it's in our V1 cohorts. It's a big new modules on willpower. We look at the science of it. Uh, but but willpower is not enough. The self help, right? It's kind of oxymoronic. Yep, y'all know I hate that term. Um, if you need help, it means that you aren't able to do it on your own. Self help is not a methodology to, to for you to get better. That's not a method. That's not a strategy. The problem is that unless it's something that you haven't, uh, you know, really wanted to do, but you have the capacity to do it, you aren't going to be able to do this without a different perspective and likely some new skill because your capacity has to change. So this is why I hate New Year's resolutions. They're stupid. Do you really think there's a difference that you are changed December from December 31st to January 1st, something changed in you? Nothing changed in you. Your capacity has to change. Just a deciding, I'm going to just decide to do this. That that's not a, the the data shows that doesn't work. It's it fa- New Year's resolutions fail because your capacity didn't change. Um, you're the same person on December 31st as you are on January 1st or January 2nd or January 3rd. We have to move toward open system change. Closed systems is is when you are just relying on only your little closed inner circle or of maybe it's yourself or your group or whatever. No different perspectives, nothing new. That's a closed system. Outside sources of energy intelligence and intelligence, they teach and train you. So you've got to create an open, have open system change. I got, you know, it's like I got... If you always do what you've always done, then you always get what you always got. You got to try something different. That's why we're all here is to get the community and the professional support, whether it's through the podcast or it's through V1 or whatever, to implement the systems necessary to be able to make the changes. And once you have that in place, right, you've got your team, then then we can start to use willpower. Then we can you know rely on willpower. So Create open system change. I'm, that's the I, you, I'm just begging you to do that, or it will not work. Do you have something you were going to say? Okay. <laughs> Talking with my hands. <laughs> well, that's oh, that Italian. I know. Man. It's like the whole, the whole desk is shaking. All, all right. my father used to do that all the time. Oh, ah, it's like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah. scary. All right. Then now you got to learn to use natural consequences. There are two different types of consequences that we where when we uh, uh, experience failure. Um. So, feeling bad, uh, are, and what the costs are. There's two types. The one is I just feel bad, and then what are the costs associated with it? When we only connect to our experience of feeling bad. We fail to get past the guilt and into the actual realities of the consequences that result from the failure. So feeling bad is fine. If you want to feel bad, go ahead. You can do that. You can't really stop your thoughts and feelings, and you don't want to. You don't need to do that. But at the end of the day, if you think about it, 
just feeling bad, what, what purpose does feeling bad have? Now, some people could say, well, it motivates me to, to, you know, make some changes. It motivates me to, you know, get my, get my button gear. Okay, that's fine. You, that's, you can go with that. But, but I would say, you know, looking at the data on that, it's not, not, not super helpful. If, if you just stay with that, this isn't going to help you move the needle in the, the right direction towards a direction toward change that you want. Uh, it just doesn't, feeling bad doesn't serve a lot of purpose. So if we, but now you can't remove consequences, right? If we remove consequences, we fail to learn. So one of the things we need to do regarding our boundaries is to ask ourselves the question. You got to ask yourself this question. How do I experience the real consequences of my behavior in our relationship? Somebody, let's say you've got it with your mother-in-law or your sister or your brother or your child or whatever. How do I experience the real consequences of my behavior, the way I behave in our relationships? Get out of the guilt and get into the reality. Just a wide open, resourced perspective. How do I experience that? Within a relationship, uh, if you know someone is someone wants to do something or they don't want to do something, that's what a relationship is. So here's a here's a couple questions to get this going. One, find find a friend, somebody you, that you trust, and ask them somebody that's going to really give you feedback, and say, ask them, what is it like to be on the other side of me? What's it or what's it like to be my friend? Or my significant other, or my coworker, and then what feedback do they give you? How does it make you feel? You got to find somebody that's going to be honest, not just you know. You now initially they'll probably say something nice, but then say, okay, well, give me give me the juicy stuff. Second, when you behave in a certain way, what does it do to you? How does it affect your relationships? Um, you know, are you are you constantly running late? or sort of ambivalent about getting together, you know, to when you go to meetings or, or events, family events, or perhaps you take your anger out on, on someone who isn't deserving of it. This is the time to get honest with yourself. Three, based on the feedback you've received and what, what consequences do you need to experience to make changes in your behavior? And, and lastly, what, what denial are you experiencing to avoid making changes? So reality is the ultimate boundary. I remember this. I just, if you remember anything from this, this podcast, reality is the ultimate boundary. And we are going to run into it from time to time. It is going to show the truth, the reality of it. It may not be what you want. It may not be what you feel you deserve or what you expect or what you expect, but reality is going to show what is real. So when we think about self-boundaries, there are a few things I want you to think about. Um, and, and really, it's the question of how well am I saying no to these things? Because boundaries are often about saying no. 
It's saying yes to having a boundary and it's about saying no to like, this cannot continue on anymore. Something has to change. So how well am I saying no to my feelings, how I feel, right? You just go along with things even when you're, you're, you're just like, you're not feeling it or it goes against, uh, you know, what is expressed. There's, there's a, it's like we talked about in integrity. There's a difference between what is happening on the inside versus how it's expressed on the outside. That's a breach. How about your attitudes? Your behaviors? You know, are you doing things that you just have no desire to do? You know, because of a boundary issue? The choices you make. The limits you set. Maybe your thoughts. Or your talents or just your desire. How well are you saying no to things? What, you know, these are the weeds in the garden. And, uh, what you know, are you allowing these weeds to continue to grow? Boundaries are about taking ownership of what you're allowing to grow in your life uh, and your, your heart and your soul. And it's, it comes down to a few different areas. How do you feel? Right? What's going on in your life that's affecting you, you know, clinically? <laughs> Is it depression? Are you anxious? Sort of addictive behaviors? Right? How do you feel? And then in terms of your relationships, what's happening in those? Are there areas where you need to establish better boundaries? You know, are there things that you need to say no to? And then in terms of your performance, are you reaching your goals? Are you owning your talents? Or are you just sort of stagnating because you're not using your talents to accomplish what you want or what or need to? So that's kind of a bit of a, a checklist. So what is what is growing in the garden? Is it is it fruits and vegetables or is it just infested with weeds or rodents? Or is there nothing there? Is it just a concrete slab? Do you have destructive feelings you need to start to get a handle on? Maybe you're feeling resentment. I mean, I think resentment and envy are the feelings that, that, that tend to sort of destroy us. What kind of, uh, you know, what kind of weeds do we got to extract in that area? Three, how do you feel? What's going on in your life? Anxiety, depression, codependency. What's running your life? How do you say no to those things? relationally are there things going on in your relationships you, you got to begin to say no to and have better boundaries and and how do you perform are you reaching your goals owning your talents so one of the things that research shows us is that you've got to be able to see the future you got to be able to see the future your life with healthy self boundaries if you if you can't actually see the future of what life will look like with self-boundaries, you're not going to have any, any desire to actually implement things to make boundaries. So vision is one of the most important things that you can have in your life. Seeing your future before it exists is, is vital if you want to be able to direct yourself toward something different. Without having a vision of your boundaries, of what that's going to look like, you, you won't be able to execute. You're not going to be able to implement. So uh, what help will you need in order to get there? 
Who will need to be involved in order for you to get there? How will you be able to hold yourself accountable? How will you handle setbacks that are inevitable, you know, inevitably going to happen along the way as you're trying to develop some boundaries? So we've covered all the steps. You've got to be able to envision a future of what boundaries are going to look like for yourself. And then what are you going to do to get some support? Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a therapist, maybe it's a coach, maybe it's a, you know, taking this and going deeper into it. Um, but you got to have that vision. So as we're running out of time, I wanted to keep this one short. I really encourage you to identify your boundary conflicts, take some responsibility for your behavior, figure out what your real needs are. Um, you know, we, and just know as human beings, we need connection, we need freedom, and we've got to be able to digest negative things. You can't just use willpower. Uh, you've got to, that's the, don't, don't just try to self-help yourself. Get some open system change to be able to give yourself a chance to execute willpower with some support. Um, use natural consequences. You know, you can, yes, you could just feel bad, but I would say, what are the costs that are associated with these consequences? That's more meaningful than you just sitting there feeling shitty about it. What are the costs? Connect with that. Ask yourself those questions I, I posed. Uh, you know, use reality. Reality is always going to prove itself. It's going to, you're going to bump up into it from time to time. Um, and re the reality is what speaks the most is, is at the end of the day, reality is reality. You got to be able to look at that, figure out how well are you saying no to your feelings and your attitudes, your behaviors, your choices, your limits, your thoughts, your talents, your desires. Uh, where are the weeds that you got to extract? How are you in your relationships? How are you with you? You feel, how are you in how you perform, you perform and then see the future of what life could look like with some very health, healthy self boundaries, have some vision and figure out what is the help that you need to elicit to help you get there. That is my plea for the holidays. For those of you that struggle with the holidays, and a lot of you do, it can be a really tough time uh, for, for many of you. I hope that that's helpful. All I would say is because you want it a certain way doesn't mean that that's the way it is. As much as we want it to be, you like you say, you can have a vision for what you want it to be, but that doesn't mean that's the way it is. And ultimately, it comes down to, and all the things that you said today were very important, but the biggest one to me comes back to responsibility. And we are responsible for what we do. We cannot control what other people do. And you just have to sometimes go, you know what, that it is what it is. Doesn't mean you have to like it. Um, but we are the only, we are the, the masters of our own life and no one else's. So that's just my thoughts. I, I, it, but you're right. This, I've always looked at this as a, as a happier time, but I, I can only imagine, you know, it, it, I, it can be challenging. Yeah. And, uh, With that, and bound, not having self boundaries are going to make it really challenging. Yep. So, well, here's to hopefully as good and possible holiday season remember there's going to be a lot of stresses and a lot of issues between now and that whether it's shopping or 
just running around with with the hectic holiday rush and everything um just give yourself some grace and those around you that's what i would share i agree any last thought i think i think you took it right out of my what exactly what carl said it starts with you that's why we call them self boundaries so as you continue on this holiday uh, season uh, culminating with christmas and the new year we hope that uh, it is unstressful as possible and that there is a little bit of a, a smile in your in your on your face and in your heart as you go forward as always if you go and look in the description yeah, in uh, whatever service you use whether it's apple or spotify you'll find two links one of them is for one of them is for a free weekly uh newsletter and the other is for a link that takes you to a monthly uh month to month it's not a subscription for a year or longer there's no commitment for a premium channel where we have additional resources additional information we have uh, a lot of interviews uh, uh, book reviews quite a bit of additional stuff uh to help you go delve further and deeper into all of these issues that we've talked about throughout the last year plus now. We're not looking for any donations or uh, anything like a Patreon type of uh, involvement, but we want to continue to grow and to share what we have here, and this is how you can help us do that. We really look forward to your um, opportunities to see what we have to offer and hopefully give feedback inside the premium channel you can ask questions if you're not in the premium channel you can leave comments with podcast at lifteffect.com but regardless please continue to share what we have here to others whether it's on the free or the premium side this allows us to grow and that's really what we want to do to share this and, and help other people with that we thank you we look forward to seeing you in the uh, the rest of this year, which is what, two or three episodes left, and, and then into the new year. It's hard to believe. It goes by fast. Until then, have a great day and a great week. See you then. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. If you want to dive deeper into this episode and every episode, go to the Lift Effect Podcast.podbean. That's P O D B E A N.com. If you're enjoying the show, we would love it if you'd follow us on Spotify and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate your support. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all with the ID Matthew McNeil. This show is brought to you by Lift Effect, a clinical mental health and consulting company that assists air carriers, corporate flight departments, pilot unions, and commercial pilots by providing comprehensive psychotherapy and mental coaching services to pilots with mental health and mental performance-related issues. Visit lifteffect.com, that's L-I-F-T-A-F-F-E-C-T.com to book your free consultation. And finally, this podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, medicine, or any other healthcare service, including the giving of medical advice. No therapeutic or provider-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. 
The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining advice for any psychological or medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Lift Effect Podcast.